Amen. Amen. If we could all stand to receive our leader. Amen. Dr. Suzanne Howard. Good to be in the house of the Lord today. Amen. Is it good to be in the house of the Lord today? All right. Carmen looking good. Minister Carmen looking good. Here, would we move, move this, please? Thank you. Praise the Lord. Man, she making me have to get my stuff together. I'm actually seeing myself on the elliptical, so that's a good step. I'm seeing myself. I'm laying in bed last night eating some sweet and salty popcorn. And where my bed is, it's right even with the bathroom so I can see myself in the bathroom mirror and I just saw that. And I'm just sitting there and I was like, I don't even want no more. Then I come in today, not only does she have a beautiful color on, she looking like, Phew. I'm like, all right, God, I ain't gonna have that going up before me. I gotta get it together. This stuff ain't easy, right? And they right when you get older. Weight is harder to lose when you get older. Y'all better learn right now. It is. I think we're not as active, too. I do a lot of work. I probably work harder now than I did then, but I'm sitting down. You know, if I was clubbing, y'all would know it. Because I'd have that thing going on, because I'd be dancing all the time, working it out. But y'all can tell I'm eating and working. I am serving the Lord. But Minister Carmen, where you at? I'm coming for you. I'm coming. Her husband changed their eating habits in their house a while ago, and you got on board, right? She got on board with him, and his diabetes, was it diabetes? His diabetes dropped to zero. No diabetes anymore. No diabetes anymore. And he was showing off the fact that he lost his belly. We got to do better. I'm going to do better. I don't know about y'all, but amen. Remember the prophetic blessing. It is for health as well. Amen. And, and if there's one thing we're learning through this pandemic is it appears that this virus is not nice to those with health issues. Not nice to anybody. But I'm trying to find, you know, y'all diplomatic way to say things. If he was in my living room, I would have said it the way I've see it, but you, you are not, you can't even say that because a skinny person is not even stand up. Just realize that you cannot get healthy once trouble comes. We have to start working on it now. We have to do the prevention now for it. Amen. Praise God. We have a few people here that are not doing well and they're fighting and um, they're doing better than death. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. But a few people here, so we're not going to announce anybody's business on live stream, but I'm asking that if y'all don't see somebody, pray for them. Keep them lifted up. Shut your mouth and mind your business. If you're not in leadership, you don't have a story to tell about anybody in this church. Amen. The leadership is in connection with everybody in this church. Trust me. This leadership knows that they are overseers, and they are to be able to report to me at any time what is going on with any member of this church because it's my responsibility, but because I can't reach everyone. When we were 12 people, it was easy. 
I talked to you every week, went to dinner every few months or so, but as we grew, it outgrew my reach. So God designed in Exodus 18, teaching Moses to get those that are among you that are equipped and are mature and are showing gifts for the people, those that the people feel that they can come to and anoint them leaders over the people so that you don't burn yourself out. Read the Bible, it's in there. He gives us instruction on how to do this thing properly so we don't get worn out, amen? So when the leaders are checking on you, yes, they have a job to do, but yes, often they are genuinely concerned about you. Genuinely, they'll come to me and say, I haven't heard from so-and-so, can I call and check on so-and-so? They're very concerned about this congregation because they have been with me long enough to know that this is what we do in this ministry. We give oversight to the sheep of this pasture. Amen? And that's a good thing. You ever been in a church where you've been missing a long time and the phone don't ring? You don't get a drive-by? Pastor ain't throwing rocks at your window? <laughs> right? <laughs> Amen. You want to know that people care about you, right? Amen. You want to know. You want to know that you're all right, especially in a pandemic. So just remember to watch between each other and pray for each other always, Jesus said. Um, you can take your seats. We're going to just go ahead and finish up the prophetic blessing. This is our last Sunday in 2020. How y'all feeling about this? You saying bye 2020? I, I'm a little standoffish with saying bye to 2020. Because if 2020 can get like this, what can 2021 be? So I'm really hearing the scripture. If my people, right? which are called by my name, like that is what we need to be doing, especially now until New Year's Eve and bringing in the new year in prayer. We need to make sure, God has given us power. We need to make sure that 2021 doesn't even look like she related to 2020. <laughs> we want no correlation, no DNA. We want no resemblance. We want you to look like what we've been through. We don't even look like it. So much devastation. If you want to know what was going on in 2020, read your Bible in the book of Exodus. Read Exodus, and you will hear how things went when there was um, a pandemic going on. I'll use the, that word for today. But everything we go through is in the Bible. The Bible is our ultimate prophetic word. So don't think that you have to use another resource or you know the answers aren't in the Bible, so I better read The Economist. Oh, I better read Time Magazine or, you know, I better research something. I better call, um, I was watching on CNN yesterday, uh, Nancy Reagan, how she handled the office of the president through her husband. Basically, she was the one that handled that office, but he was the figure that everybody wanted. So they wanted a nice looking, tall, Caucasian, pleasant, to the eyes and pleasant to the ears. So though he was the president, she ran the whole office. And when she couldn't get answers, once he got shot, she hired an astronomer. And she talked to her astronomer every day. I think they said the whole presidency. I believe from once he got shot, the whole time he was in from that point on and gave her the word of when he needs to stay in, when he should hold certain meetings, according to the stars and the moon and how things are lined up. Whose job is that? 
the prophet's job to be doing that. So you see, even in the White House, people are looking for direction and instruction on how to handle these things in life. And it's God's prophets that has the answers. What does it say in the book of Amos for those that study any prophet classes with me? Huh? Nope. God reveals... Yes, that's right. God reveals his secrets to his prophets. He doesn't do anything that he hasn't revealed to his prophets. So I can't go on that today because this ain't prophet training. But where, what does that statement say after a pandemic that not so many people saw coming? How many true prophets do we really have in the earth? Not prophesiers. Everybody's beating up on all these famous Christian faces that have a big following online. That's what makes them famous is by their following and they're picking on them. But to me, I think it's just revealing who are the prophetic voices and who are the prophesiers. Prophesying is a gift. So when I give you a gift, it works. When I'm not giving you the gift, you ain't got a gift. Amen? That's what prophesying is. A prophet stands in that office 24-7, whether sleeping or waking. God is always revealing information that he wants in this earth revealed through his prophets. So how many prophets do we really have in this earth? Because somebody had to know. God is not going to allow anything to hit this earth and not tell somebody about it. He said, when nobody will praise me, I'll have the rocks do it. Somebody had to know something. And either they were Jonah, they were afraid to bring it forth, or we are very limited on prophets in this earth. Think about it. So y'all who believe you have these gifts and callings, it's time to grow up. It's time to grow up. You're needed in this earth. And God should not get a bad name for his church because we don't want to man up. Or because we are driven away with other lusts and temptations that we put the ministry and the work of the church last. After we're done doing everything we enjoy doing, now what little bit of time we have, we're going to serve God now. I did everything I needed to do. That's lousy service. Amen? We're dealing with what? The prophetic blessing. That's right. What's our scripture that we've been standing on? Who's going to stand and prophesy it over us today? Thank you, Lord. Amen. Last week we blessed, husbands blessed their wives, right? Wasn't that beautiful? Amen. Amen. Minister Mike got some, captured some very good still moments in that. We um, released a prophetic blessing over our businesses. Hallelujah. How many believe it? How many know that that is the, the, the prerequisite to the blessing, is believing it? Don't cancel out what God wants to do in your life because of your unbelief. There's laws in this earth, and you do not even have to confess Jesus Christ to stand on those principles and laws and be blessed. Amen. That's how he's sovereign. That's how we're all his children. But then there's another level. There's the ones that said, if you love me, you will what? keep my commandments. You will obey me. So you all are my children. But there's a group that loves me. There's some children that really don't love the parents as much as the other ones. Or maybe they just don't demonstrate it as much as the other ones, right? But he showed us, these are all my children. All the people of the earth are my children. But there's some children that love me. And those children obey my commandments. Can you picture it with the regular family? 
the children that follow the legacy, keep up with the last name represents, and then the other ones who's just like the prodigal, I'm gonna do my own thing. Ain't nobody gonna control me. Nobody gonna tell me what to do. What usually happens to those? There's another book in the Bible you can read. Hallelujah. Pronounce a blessing over us, intercessor. I don't think you're gonna get a mic, so speak loud and clear. Please, Jesus. I believe it. And the Lord shall put his name upon the children of Israel. Yes, God. And I will bless them. Absolutely. Amen. Receive the blessing. Say, I receive the blessing. That you're telling yourself that. I receive the blessing. Self, you're not going to cancel this blessing on my life. Self, you're not going to cause doubt and have this seed fall to the ground. And then my neighbor going to be blessed doubly. And I'm going to be sitting here empty and broken still. Hallelujah. All right, is there anyone battling with health issues in their body? If you're here, I want you to stand. Thank you, Lord. Any health issues, anything that you just know that this is not the level of performance that God had purpose for your body to operate at. I don't care what, I, it could be a little thing, it can be a major thing, it doesn't matter. God has purpose for us. And when our body is not operating the way he purposed it, we are operating at a level that he did not design for you and we don't have to take it. Amen. You're going to repeat after me. Are you ready? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I place the anointing oil from James 5 and 14 on my head, believing that you are the God who heals all sicknesses and infirmities. May the hands of earthly physicians be led by the hands of the great physician. Lord, in your earthly ministry, you were a miraculous leader, a miraculous healer. The word of God declares that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. What you did on the shores of Galilee, you can do today. Your word declares, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint, according to Isaiah 40 and 31. Lord, your word declares from the mouth of King David, you sent your word and healed us. According to Psalms 107 and 20, Lord God, in the authority of your name, we receive health and healing today for, say your name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 
Did we need literal natural oil in our hand? How come? Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Because the oil is not what's blessed. It's the blessing pronounced on the oil. So whether I have oil or not, oil is just for our natural mind. Oil is symbolic. Can you bless oil? Absolutely. Can you put oil on someone else that you blessed and a miracle happened for them? Absolutely, because the anointing is transferable. The Apostle Paul used it on handkerchiefs. I used oil on my furnace when my furnace died and I didn't have $6,000 to fix it. That furnace worked until God sent in a program that gave me a free furnace. Come on, I'm a witness to what he can do. But look at during this pandemic, we can't touch people. It's not best to. It's not best to go around and put oil on everybody. Now, by faith, I know I can do it, but everyone doesn't have that same faith to believe. So in order to orchestrate this, guess what I believe God is doing during this pandemic? He's teaching you how to be an authority figure in the realm of the spirit. You're going to learn how to lay hands on yourself. You're going to learn how to pronounce a blessing on yourself. You're going to learn how to speak the word and the scriptures and heal thyself in Jesus' name. God is getting that Catholic hierarchy figure out of your life that I need apostle to do this for me. I need the intercessors to do this for me. Yes, it is important that we come together touching and agreeing. Yes, there are things that happen when two and three come together touching and agreeing. Yes, he's called for his body together. But nothing should be held up because you can't reach me. The same power that he's given to me, he's given to you. Oh, I got like six people that believe that. The power isn't what's, 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 what's changed. He doesn't water it down for people who only are saved. What's different is the mantle for warfare and miracles. But if you have the Holy Spirit, you can prophesy. You can ask him to help fill you to sing a song for him. And when you finish singing that song, you can't even sing again. <laughs> Booker loved that miracle. He's like, I seen Jesus walk on water when apostles sang one Sunday. It's true. You can ask him, try him. And see that he won't what? Pour out a blessing. He wants you to try him because he is enjoyed more in relationship than religion. He wants you to know him. He wants to be your God, your Lord, your King. He wants to be your miracle worker. He's all powerful. Taste and see that the Lord is good. It's time out for having a relationship with God through your leadership or through your parents. Get a relationship with him. Come to them when you need a little extra, when your faith is low. Grab another saint. There's purpose in all that. It's all in the scripture. The strong bear the infirmities of the weak. When you're weak, reach out. We will help bear that infirmity with you. Hallelujah. But don't you doubt for a minute that he's giving you something watered down. You don't have unleaded and the other person has no lead. Mm -mm. His power is the same. You have to believe that power is working through you. You can raise the dead. Open the eyes of the blind. Heal the sick. You can do that. In Jesus name you can do that. But if you don't believe you're going to be a grasshopper. When everybody else sees you as a giant you're going to see yourself as a grasshopper. Come on giants. Who's going through a time of testing and trial? I want you to stand on your feet. If you're in a season of testing and trial. Amen.
Oh, y'all all waited to see who was gonna be the first one. I don't want anybody to know I'm going through testing and trial. Why not? He owns the testimony. You cannot be a testimony if there wasn't a test. You can't be a warrior if there was no war. Y'all ready? Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, I come before you today on my behalf. I'm going through a time of testing and trial. If y'all not repeating after me, sit down. We proclaim the words of St. Paul who said, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. According to 1 Corinthians 15, 57 through 58. Let's go. We proclaim the words of Peter. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. Come on, let's go. In this, you greatly rejoice. The little one, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials that the genuineness of my faith being much more precious than gold, though it is tested by fire, may I be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen, you love. According to 1 Peter 1 and 3 and 6 through 8. Come on, let's do it. We receive grace and peace. Say your name for them, knowing that the mercies of God endure forever. Amen. Amen. Come on and clap if you believe it. Do you know why it's important to recite scriptures in blessings or in your prayer time? Because you're entering a court and God's word is known as the law. And you are not going to go to a judge and stand there and say, God, I don't, Father, Sir, Judge, Honorable Man, I don't know any of the laws on this thing I'm being accused of, but I just want you to hear my heart. It doesn't work. When we go before the courts in the earth or when we go before the courts in heaven, we go with the law. When you hire an attorney, what is the reason for hiring an attorney? Because he knows the law. So you can sit there and just be ignorant. <laughs> I got a good attorney. He knows the law. How have guilty people been able to get off on charges? Guilty people, y'all heard me. Because they had a good what? Who's our lawyer? Y'all better come on and preach up in here today. So we stand on his word. Even if you're guilty. Even if you're guilty. The worst case I ever seen was that Casey Anthony. God, help me Jesus. 
If I'm wrong, I stand before you in error and I repent. But I just see complete guilt prophetically all over that whole issue. Why did she get off? Because she had a good lawyer. He stood on the facts. And if the information is not there, you can't commit on an opinion. You can't commit on, I know this person is guilty. You got to bring the law. You got to bring the facts in. And he stood on what they didn't have and got her off. Anybody got an issue right now that you might be guilty to and you don't tell a person about it, you have a right to go to the courts of heaven standing with the scriptures and say, God, in your judgment of me, mercy, and bring him his word on his promises to you in your life. Y'all don't believe it. Guilty, he can do it. The key for us believers is repentance. He doesn't desire that anybody goes to hell. He doesn't want to lose anyone from his hand. So we sit there in condemnation. Well, I'm guilty. I can't pray. I'm guilty. I can't ask God for anything. I'm guilty. Are you kidding me? You're as guilty as long until you repent. That's why you can't blame somebody for something they've done. Because you don't know what happened after they did it. The Bible says, judge not. Uh -uh, what happens? That sword points right back at you. That person could have cussed you out. And it's their third time doing it. And on the way home, Father, in your judgment of me, mercy, I need help with my emotional stability, God. And you got a whole problem with them. God said, I've forgiven them. Now you're judging them, so now I got to judge you. That's how the Bible works. Travel light. Be free. Stop being God and holding arts and holding people in court. You don't even have a degree to hold anybody in court. Be free. Keep yourself out of court. Hallelujah. He gave us the fruit of the spirit. I'm having trouble loving this person. God, I'm pulling on the fruit of the spirit now to help me love this person. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Had this been an actual emergency, you would have seen hell, fire, and brimstone. But because this is only a test, there's just condemnation running through your body right now. Just take a moment and just ask the Lord to forgive us. Let's do that. It's personal. It's personal. Some of y'all headaches are gonna go away right now. We didn't have to proclaim anything. Arthritis is gonna be healed right now. We didn't have to put oil on you. We didn't have to call a tarian session at the church for you. Forgiveness. Do you know science agrees with scripture that when you hold these things in your body, they will cause and release sicknesses in you. Let's go. Who needs some emotional stability? What a perfect segue. Who needs emotional stability? Let's stand, because I'm going to call y'all out. Stand. She said, everybody, just get up. Just get up, because we all back and forth, to and fro, because I'm calling us out today. Let's go. Don't make me call you out and embarrass you in front of everybody. Just stand up, everybody. Please be free. Hurry and stand, please. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Father, let us not be able to see through this log in our eye 
the speck in our neighbor's eye. Give us the ability, Father, through the log to see ourselves and our infirmities and our need. Father, we come to you now to pray for emotional stability for your people. For those that are standing today in agreement with me, some willing because they are self-aware, some doing it because they're afraid they might be called out. I just release the conviction from the Holy Spirit of God upon their life to never miss a blessing in Jesus' name. This is a prophetic blessing for emotional stability. Heavenly Father, God Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, we come before you today on behalf of me that you should grant to your servant grace and peace. Jesus said, and we proclaim, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. According to Matthew 11, 28, and 30. Come on, we got more work to do. I proclaim my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, nor do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Come on, present the law. John 14 and 27. You will keep me in perfect peace when my mind is stayed on you because I trust in you. Isaiah 26 and 3. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. According to 2 Timothy 1 and 7. Come on, you're winning the case. Now, may the God of hope fill me with all joy and peace in believing that I may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Romans 15 and 13. Come on, the prosecutors are falling back now. And may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, guard my heart and my mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good, these are the thoughts that I think on, according to Philippians 4, 7 through 8. Put your hand on your head. Therefore, may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding be my portion in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. If you believe it, come on, send up a praise. Hallelujah. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, your emotions been given a bad reputation to you. Been given a bad first impression of you. God has healed your emotional instability today. He's healed it. 
because the peace of God surpassed your understanding on today. Come on and bless them. The Holy Spirit is going to lead you to think on things that are true and noble, things that are just, things that are pure. Come on, are you battling with pornography? Put your hand on your head. Whatever's pure, God, my thoughts will be pure. My indelible impressions in my mind will be pure. My self-talk will be pure. Whatever things are pure, whatever things are pure. Father, I arrive to the courts today, and I bring and stand on the law of Philippians 4, 7 through 8. Whatever things are good and pure and of a good report, these are the things that my mind shall meditate on in Jesus' name. Come on, suicide spirit, in the name of Jesus. You're not a true thought. You're not a noble thought. You're not a just thought. You're not a pure thought. You're not a lovely thought. And you're not a thought of a good report. I meditate on these things, therefore suicide has to go now in the name of Jesus. I stand in the courts of heaven, and I open up the law book, and I stand on Philippians 4, 7 through 8, that the peace of God shall surpass all because Jesus is my portion in Jesus name yes God yes God come on you can take your seats yes God thank you Lord anybody getting ready to step into something or in the middle of something and you need the favor of God on your life if you need the favor of God for a certain situation or circumstance. I want you to stand up now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Get that thing on your mind that you need favor with. Get it on your mind. So right now, you're not probably thinking of a good report. You're not thinking of things that are just and holy and righteous. But get that thing on your mind. Because we're going into the courts for you today. And you show favor, says the Lord. I'm going to pronounce this over you. Heavenly Father, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, I come before you today as your child seeking divine favor for the sheep of this pasture. Father, you have given me government and oversight over them. And I cover them first in the blood of the lamb. And I atone for any sins, Father, that have separated them from you. I come before you, Father, and I release an anointing to be over them, Father, to break every yoke of bondage over their life. Father, these are your children, the sheep of your pasture, and I stand in my apostolic governmental authority, and I, as your under-shepherd, loose my governmental sight upon your people. Lord God, your favor surrounds the righteous. In faith believing, we receive the favor of God now in every dimension of their lives. Let the favor of God rest upon every member of this congregation, every member of my family, Lord. Let your favor rest upon our health. Let your favor rest upon our finances. And let your favor rest upon our relationships. Lord God, from this day forward, I'm going to receive the limitless favor of God. And I release that portion onto the sheep of your pasture. Through supernatural increase, promotion, restoration, honor, spiritual victories, and petitions granted. And battles won that I don't have to fight. Hey, Jesus. The favor of God is now upon you. And it goes before you. And therefore, your life will never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen. If you receive it, come on. In Jesus' name, amen. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Come on, do you know what's happening to your life right now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Thank you, Jesus. The power and majesty of the prophetic blessing of God to his people has now been unveiled to you. God blessed Abraham. He blessed Isaac. He blessed Jacob. And Jacob blessed his. Those who served him with their hearts and their lives from the Old Testament through the fulfillment of the prophetic blessing they received. Jesus Christ blessed his followers in the New Testament with eight prophetic blessings and parted on a mountainside in Galilee. And this blessing transformed their lives and created the blueprint for the future of Christianity. Now God desires to bless you as you commit your heart and life in full surrender to do his will. You have discovered the Ruach first seen in the book of Genesis as God revealed it through creation, through the prophets, and then through the prophetic blessings chronicled in the life and ministry of Jesus Christ. When you proclaim God's word to your family, it transforms your life and the lives of your family members. You have been liberated to receive the prophetic blessing over your personal life. But what about the man or woman who has never been blessed by their spiritual authority? Perhaps your parents have gone to glory before discovering the prophetic blessing. Perhaps your parents have no relationship with the Lord. Perhaps your pastor does not teach or believe in the power of the prophetic blessing. What now? Can you still receive the prophetic blessing? The answer is a resounding yes. Think of Jacob who wrestled with God. He passionately desired God's blessing. But Jacob said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Jacob, the heel catcher, would not let God go until he was blessed and transformed into his divine destiny as Israel. And God said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed. Had Jacob not wrestled with God and insisted on receiving his blessing, his name would not have been changed to Israel and his destiny would not would have been denied. It is in the wrestling that the transformation occurs. You too can prevail over your struggles by receiving the prophetic blessing from the throne of God. For he has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light, according to 1 Peter 2 and 9. I now close the prophetic blessing with the following blessing, which will now enable you to hear what God your Father and Jesus your High Priest desires for your life through the word. I'm asking you to receive this prophetic blessing in faith, believing. This one act of obedience can change the course of your life as you begin your journey towards your divine destiny. 
Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and High Priest, I come before your throne today and I speak this blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you and may the Lord make his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious unto you and lift up his countenance upon you and may the Lord give you his peace. Lord God, I ask you in the name above every name that you open the windows of heaven and pour out divine provision upon every one of your children. Heavenly Father, in this time of economic crisis, let those who hear this blessing receive the best of things in the worst of times from Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our provider. I speak and release health and healing to every physical body in the name of Jesus. I come against every form of infirmity. I come against every form of sickness and disease. I come against every physical malady in the name of Jesus Christ. And I declare that these sicknesses and diseases are cursed at the root and that the blessing of divine health freely flows into the lives like streams of living water. Lord, I speak peace to every life that is in torment for your name is Jehovah Shalom, the Lord of our peace. I give you praise, Father, that the enemy has been defeated and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding has now healed every broken heart in the name of Jesus. Every sorrow is being lifted right now. Come on and worship. Every burden and yoke is being destroyed by your mighty right hand. Oh, Lord, our God, you are joy in the morning. You, O oh God, are our strength, our high tower, our shield, and our buckler, a shelter in the time of storm. You are our song. You are our righteousness. You are our shepherd, our great physician, and the giver of life. We magnify your holy name. Let this power, the power of the prophetic blessing, rest upon you and in you and may it be imparted by you as you proclaim the word of God in the authority of Jesus' name. Amen. I speak and release it now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, sweet worship. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, sweet worship. He loves worship, just sweet worship. Come on, let him hear your worship. Let him hear your praise. Put him in his high place. Make his office secure in your life. I want to worship. Come on, the prophetic team, come up behind me. I want to worship. We can spend a few minutes in worship before we go home. This is the last Sunday of the year. Let's embrace this blessing. We're going to believe even when the enemy comes in like a flood. The word of God says that God raises up a standard. We're going to believe through 2021. No matter what famine comes, we shall have food. No matter what pandemic comes, we shall have health. No matter what economic crisis comes, we shall have wealth. 
No matter what voices of the enemy come, we shall have life. No matter what sword is raised against our marriages and our family, we shall have life and that more abundantly. Come on and worship. Come on, audience. You don't have to sing with us. Just whatever is on your mind, release it from your lips right now. If you just need help, just ask him for help. Just worship him.
out for you sis not only is he going to break the family line that has everything in it that is not from him he's breaking that through you it's going to be signified and sealed through your son God still wants to work miracles through you to continue convincing them I see a lot of religion in your family history where people were lovers after God but they never got to know God and God is going to do some things in your life that's why when you want to give up, you can't. I see you going through a time of real heavy uh, economic financial hardship. And I see that you wanted some things in your house and they're just not in there and the house isn't looking the way you want it to look. And you have dreams that people don't even know you have. People think that you're just so content, that you're just happy with the way life is, like you have no hope for things. But God said he's going to begin to answer those hopes because he's going to make his mark and his testimony through you, not just to your family, but to other people. And when that leg start acting up, that foot start acting up, she said it goes back two generations, that same issue in the women in her family, two generations, we claim the prophetic blessing for healing today in Jesus' name. Absolutely. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right, those that are here by themselves and you want the oil, come on. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm giving y'all just enough for you. So I'm trying to give you a little less. Amen. Hallelujah, God. Come on, what does this oil signify to you? Thank you, Lord. Why are you here? Huh? Really? How long has that been? How long have you been going through that? On Tuesday, you're having surgery for that? Okay. Can I ask you to do something? I want you to thank you. I want to help you. Can I hold it or something? Amen. Amen. You know what I want you to do with it. You're facing me. Nobody can see you back there. Go ahead and put it where it needs to be put. Hallelujah. We heal breast cancer in the name of Jesus. Do you know 
old, my ministry wasn't even a year old, and we had a woman that came in with breast cancer, and she was healed because we believe. Together, come on, people of God, we touch and agree, and we believe for breast cancer to cease and desist. We serve notice. We release that prophetic blessing on today, and it is done, and it is so in Jesus' name. God said that this time, your faith has to increase. You have to be almost like a lunatic and believe in God. You cannot be around people who do not believe right now because your life and his testimony is on the line. And for God, his testimony is his life. Anybody who doesn't believe, just tell him right now, for the next month or so, I can't be around you. I got to be around crazy, lunatic people who believe in the word of God. My life is on the line. God's testimony is on the line. And I shall be the test to that testimony. God's going to be glorified through the healer in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let us know, please. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Any blessings. May his face shine upon me. May his face shine upon you. May the Lord bless you. Bless. And keep you. Bless. you soldier how you coming along your testimony working out really good you got one to share a little one Mm -hmm. what we've been talking about are you ready to share a little bit you shared some powerful stuff with me on our Tuesday talk something that God shared with you about your family or can you share a little amen just keep your mask on um, well, I've been doing uh, basically like uh, counseling with a pastor, and um, the enemy was trying to get me away from um, from the ministry because um, he, the Lord was showing me that I'm from basically rejection. But now that I'm receiving my sonship, and um, he's been just opening the like the, my insights to um, things of my family, and um, he's been giving me messages to my grandmother that. He's going to heal childhood issues, um, giving messages to my, my mother, uh, my cousins, um, telling my mother that um, he wants her basically to trust in him, to not rely on a man, that um, he sees everything she goes through and that he has great works for her. And he's, he just, it's just expounding everything. It just, there's even something he told me this, last, this morning that he said that um, he never, his, his intentions for his children is not to suffer, like suffering is not a all the time thing. He said man made it that way. There are men who made it that way. He says that that suffering is only for a time. That suffering and, 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 that 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 suffering and warfare are two different things. And even showing me the reason why he allowed me to have kids with the woman that I had kids with, just opened me up to see just beautiful things in my life. So I praise him and give him all the glory. All the glory. Hallelujah. Some of us, our soul has been so closed off to pain or misunderstanding and confusion. God wants to speak. And we're not sure if we're hearing from the streams of heaven or from one of the heavenlies that comes before heaven. Right? 
the second, the third heavens, there's, there's realms that the enemy has been given authority to operate in. And when we are not clear in ourselves, the enemy can speak to us and sound like God. He can appear like light. He can appear as glory, and it's not him. And Joel and I only been working together for a few weeks. I had no room on my schedule, and I just said, call me every Tuesday at this time. If you don't call it this time, don't call me till the next week. He's called every week. He called at the same time. We probably only give it a few minutes, and what God is already doing in his life has opened him up in the heavens that he can hear straight from God. He has hope and restoration again. Come on, y'all. This is what we do. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I got something for you, but I'm going to wait till New Year's. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, God. Mm. Nope, don't you hide it. Put it back out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hallelujah. Open it back, Erica. That's an anointing. Open it up. That's right. That could be healing. You may have somebody's healing in your hand. Don't you be ashamed because you're shaking and you can't even hold the oil. <laughs> That's God. How many know we need a healer in this house? We want the healer Jesus to come through somebody. Hallelujah. 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 What's he going to do? Shine his face. Yes, he is. You. We're ministering to you, Erica. May the Lord bless you and give uh -huh. you. Amen. Shine his face upon you. Oh, you moved too fast. I was trying to mess you up. Thank you, Lord. But the Lord did a better job. My son, my God, my son, my God, don't leave yet. My son, my God, my son, my God. The fights that you've had to fight in the realm of the spirit up until this point, they have been one fight. They have been almost like what, what the Lord is unveiling and unpacking to Joel. There's a difference between warfare and there's a difference between suffering. There's a switching, a changing of the guards and the type of fight that you have in the realm of the spirit. And this new fight, God is going to raise you up to feel the authority of a warrior, <clears throat> not so much the attacks, the deep, deep loneliness that you suffer with all your life, that you play off by doing different things and your little laugh and all that stuff, all of that, God's going to begin to unfold and clear out in you because the way you had to fight before was for a different reason. But the fight that you have now, God is going to allow these fights to come to you as a man and not as the little boy. So it's going to be different for you, but you're going to feel differently. He's not going to leave you feeling insecure and isolated and alone. He's going to grow you up now in the realm of the spirit where the dependency and the things that you don't even have a clue. The way the enemy has caused you to appear and to show up, you don't even have a clue to that. But God's cleaning all that out today. When I was prophesying the prophetic blessing about the emotional stability, there was one line in there when I read it. You came right to my mind. And I'll send it to you. I'll text it over to you to let you know. That one line right there. He's doing a work on you. And don't think because the, the sword comes and divides that it's the enemy. <clears throat> You'd be surprised how the Lord has to do his work. He will, he will shift. 
he will. What do you call it when they when they're shifting like corn? Sifting, he will sift and he will thresh. And each of them has a different purpose. He's doing it in you. Don't think for a minute that this ain't God. He needs you to come to the front of the line, Mike. He needs you to come to the front of the line. Your sonship hasn't been secure in the natural. You struggled with your adoption in the spiritual, but he's sealing it. This year is the year of sealing for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Why you stand back a little bit from me? Why you even have one foot ready to go? What's that about? Talk to me. Hmm? You have different experiences in church? Mm -hmm. So you're struggling with me? Even from way back there? Mm -hmm. What are we going to do about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got to do more than pray. We got to put some works to it. Amen. God doesn't send anyone to this here church. I don't know about anybody else's church. He gives the vision to that pastor. He doesn't send anyone here in this church not to be a leader. And leaders can't keep one foot back. Leaders keep one foot forward. There's some place he's going with you. He's not revealing it to me right now. He's making it clear. He's not revealing it to me right now. But I know that there is a heavy, dark cloud of rejection over you. I don't know how deep the rejection is ingrained in your family line, but that rejection causes you to make decisions that you would never make because you just don't know who you are. God has been allowing you to do some personal transformation in your own life, but he said he needs to be at the center of that because what he has for you, Jessica, right? He ain't changing his mind. He's not turning back. I don't care what you do. He said, ask your apostle how crazy she was and the stuff she did. I don't regret one day of calling her in the kingdom. I know the plans and the thoughts that I have for you, Jessica. And my thoughts and my plans and my promises are yea and amen. He said, stop settling. You don't have to settle. You're a queen. You're a queen. Come on, y'all say it with me. Stop settling. You're a queen. He's got amazing plans and purposes for your life. He loves you. He's predestined. There's so many gifts on inside of you. I call forth that rejection from the third and fourth generation in your life. And I call it to die, to cease and desist now in Jesus' name. I take that rejection out. I feel it in my ankle right now, you lying spirit. I cancel you in the name of Jesus. It is broken. It is empty. It is void. And now we fill it now with purpose. We fill it now with plans. We fill it now with destiny. And most of all, we cap it off overflowing with the love of God. Jessica, this year, I summons you to make it a year of authenticity. Find out who you are because there's people you give yourself to that can't give you anything in return what you're looking for because they're empty as you are. You are called to them to minister to them. That's your purpose in their life to minister and you've been giving other things and you all are going to end up empty. Yes, God. He loves you, queen. And there's such amazing plans and destiny for your life. There's purpose for your life. Don't forget these words that I say to you today. This is going to be the year of authenticity. You are waiting for a specific word. Your mom is around, right? You are waiting for your mom to say something to you, and it never came. And you're still waiting. 
I want you to ask God to put those words in my mama's mouth. I need to hear this from my mama. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because that's the finishing piece. That's the masterpiece right there for you. God will do it. And mom won't even know she said it. You shall be healed. And you are now healed in Jesus' name. God bless you. Thank you, Minister Carmen. Amen. I had a vision the other night that the power of God was in this place so powerful and so strong that it started with Pastor D and then it went down the whole elder side and they were all knocked over and fell out and I saw me, I was spinning, it was like a light was around me and God said, I'm sorry, I know that you get motion sickness, Suzanne. He said, but I've got to use you this way so that I can bring everybody up to the level that I need them to be at. Darlene, the Lord says the back seat was never made for you. He showed me a vision of me laying hands on your ears and your head and proclaiming comprehension, intellect, education, to speak to you that I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am not foolish. I am not ignorant. I am not stupid. I can read. I can study. I can learn. I can teach. I can read. I can study. I can learn. I can teach. I can read. I can study. I can learn. I can teach. I can read. I can study. I can learn. I can teach. I can read. I can study. I can learn. I can teach. I break that foolish spirit that was loosed on you in the name of Jesus. You will not just be somebody's daughter, but you will operate in a position in the kingdom with who God says you are. You have something to give. I know you may have been favored as a child and some entitlements may be on your life is what the Lord has showed me. But that's not going to keep you in where he's called you to be. You will not sit in the back and not be a leader in this church. Leaders sit in the back in this church. Leaders sit in the front in this church. Leaders are in this church, declares the Lord. I can read. I can study. I can learn. And I can teach. I can read. I can study. And I can learn. And I can teach. One more time. I can read. I can study. I can learn. And I can teach. That's who you are. Mount up with wings of an eagle, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'll talk to you New Year's. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Yep. Uh-huh. It's already been a trying year. What therefore shall I say? If the Lord be for me, woo, who can be against me? Say it. What therefore shall I say? If the Lord be for me, who can be against me? Natural and spiritual realms, the Lord is for me. Lift your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How's that new heart adjusting in your physical body? Uh-huh. Yep. How's that spiritual heart adjusting in the spiritual body? In the name of Jesus. This race is not given <laughs> to the strong. Nope, nope, nope. Nor to the swift, nor to the young. <laughs> it's given to those who endure to the end. Endure, good soldier, in the name of Jesus. What therefore shall I say? If God be for me, who can be against me? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. 
Why are you here? Hmm? No. What's that about? Lift your hands. Hallelujah. There is no reason at all for you to be called of the Lord according to your statistics in the earth. Right? She's here today and she's praying for her family, her little brother specifically. She loves her family. I see a, a Anna anointing on you. I see an anointing on you for intercession. But as you obey God in intercession, you know what that means? As you obey God in intercession, he's going to release the prophet office on you. And I see you prophesying like no one else in this church is going to prophesy. I see it. I pray that you stay flat-footed, that you're able to be, uh, um, that you're able to stand through, thank you, Holy Spirit, procrastination, that you're able to beat um, self-esteem and self-doubt that plagues you a lot in your life. I pray that that peace that's missing on the inside of you, that fulfills you as a daughter, that God is going to give you that. God wants you to prophesy. And I'm telling you, your ministry in the prophetic is very peculiar. It's very different. And people are going to look at you like, what is that? But they're going to know that it's God. There's no reason based on your family line for you to even be seeking after God. He literally plucked you out of a situation and called you to be his own. God said, I'll move on your brother as you move closer in me. He said, you put your brother in my hand and that little bit will become a lot when you give it to me. He said, but I have some dreams for you, some desires for you, hope for you, plans for you. He said, I need you to study intercession. Do you pray? How, what's the longest amount you can pray right now? What's the longest amount of time you can pray right now? Okay. He wants you to work up to an hour and he wants you to work up to it fast. I don't know what your living situation is. Wherever you live, find a place Get something that you like, a favorite blanket or shawl or throw or something, and place it down there. Get some oil, and I want you to find that spot. And when you feel like you found it, with that shawl, that blanket, that throw, whatever you get, your oil, I want you to read Psalms 91 over it. And I want you to go there as often as you can. I want you to sit there, Indian style, until God speaks to you. And if he doesn't speak, you get up and you leave. But you got to stay there. You got to work up to an hour. And you do it every single chance. I want to tell you every day, but I'm going to tell you the way I'm getting it. Every chance you get, you sit there. And you don't say a word until he talks to you. He's going to talk through your mind. And at first, he's going to talk to you in somebody's voice who's familiar to you. It's going to be someone whose voice you recognize when he speaks. And you're going to be confused if that's God. That's going to be the first sign. After that, you are to lay down. And every day you are to go there, you are to lay down. And now you are to minister to God. You minister in song. Do you used to dance in the world? You like dancing. Mm -hmm. Glad he called that dance in. You need to dance for him. You can do that at home in prayer time too. Dancing is included in prayer and intercession. 
He's going to birth intercession through you mightily. Through intercession, he's going to give you prophetic visions and prophetic symbols. You're going to need a mentor to help you through that. I'm going to introduce you to our chief intercessor. She can help with understanding. She can be there to pray you through. But you're going to go from intercession to the prophet. And you need to understand what that means. Because when you understand what that means, you'll understand why you are the way you are. And the parts of you that you cannot change because people don't like it or people talk about it. They don't know the plans that God has for you. So you can't lose things, change things, and get rid of things to please people. Pleasing people days is over for you. Do you hear me? Pleasing people days are over for you. I speak this over you today. Pleasing people for you is over in Jesus' name. Do you remember these steps that I gave you? If not, you go to YouTube and you watch the replay. You write them down. And today starts your journal. You get your journal out and you start this journey today. You write these instructions down and you handle all these instructions. And you watch what God's going to do in your life. I introduced you to her, right? That's Chief Intercessor. She's our intercessor, Joy. She'll be a help to you and a mentor for you. Because the time is of the essence for you. He wants to do it before your brother, right? What we just talked about. All right, God bless you. May the Lord watch you and keep you. Hallelujah. Yeah, you smiling like, not today, Apostle. Not today. We're going to get ready to go home now. Wait a minute. Y'all love to run. There's something that you need to share with us. What is it? Yeah. What about telling us a little bit about who you are? Who are you? Because I never get your name right. Your name's Daisy to me. So I believe it's God. She'll be sitting. I'll be like, and Daisy? And she's looking like, who is Daisy? For like a year, I call her Daisy. So I believe that's what the Lord calls you, Daisy. Did you look it up when I told you to look up Daisy to see why I keep calling you Daisy? Because you ain't Dixie. We need to do a name change, Jacob. Amen. Because you are a Daisy. You are not a Dixie. Amen. You need a name change. Right? Because we're leaving a whole lot of stuff behind. Amen. Who are you? Uh-huh. What else? Don't be shy. You're powerful. Remember, we grew her up. We had a powerful moment in my office a couple weeks ago with Daisy. And she is one of the people that are in line. She didn't request it, but you know, the line that I've made for deliverance. There's a few of you in here that have signed up. We haven't forgotten you. We've given you a lot of journal work to do to prepare for that deliverance, that healing and deliverance. And one day she was in my office and we had a memory, right? We had a, a news flash. We had an old tape play, something in her life. And all of a sudden I just felt the whole room shift. And the Lord actually had me do an inner healing prayer with her. And what happened? I went back to an old memory and I got me out of that memory. And now I have peace and I have joy. <laughs> And that memory doesn't haunt me anymore. <laughs> she had beyond self-talk. It was a real-life memory. And she didn't realize how much the little girl in her was plaguing her. Right? 
Amen. I'm not going to say anything extra, I promise. And um, that's when the Lord told me to lead her in the inner healing prayer that I learned from Christian counseling. And we have to be careful who we do this with because if the ego isn't ready for this type of deliverance, it can fracture the ego. So she literally, in front of me, went back in her mind to this memory of when she was a child. And she was describing everything in the room, right? She saw the night clothes she had on, am I right? She didn't even know that she remembered the pajamas that she had on, a picture that was on the wall, what the picture, she literally translated from that seat in my office to that childhood memory. And I was talking to her and she was talking as that child. And I said, okay, is she ready to leave that situation now? And she said, she's afraid, she doesn't trust me. I said, tell her she's gotta trust you. Tell her how good your life turned out, right? Got your own place, your own home. Nobody's there to bother you, you're safe. Tell her to come with you that you got a good job, you're learning, you got a church that loves you. And all of a sudden she said, I have her hand now, Apostle. See, this stuff sounds crazy to y'all, but it's real. She grabbed herself as a little girl. She said she picked her up and the little girl started crying. She's literally there in time. And the little girl was crying and had her hand, her head on the left side of her shoulder. She identified everything, Pastor D. And she told her, she said, let's leave now because life is better than it was then. And we're not gonna live in this situation anymore. And she brought her out of that memory with her. And now that memory doesn't plague you anymore, right? Delivered. That's delivered. It's just not laying hands and casting out demons. Some places we have to translate to and go back and get that piece of us out of that memory so it stops plaguing us. She told me she felt better. Things are going better. Her memory is helping her on her job now because she's been frazzled like a lot of us by trauma. But the Lord desires to seek us for deliverance and for healing. Amen? Hallelujah. Pick up your mat and walk. That's your word for today. Pick up your mat and walk. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'll get you in the back office with the rest of them. I love you. Thank you for everything. Amen. For everything. God bless you all. Thank you so much for this time of healing, deliverance, impartation. You want to take it? Healing, deliverance, impartation. Maybe put some sanitizer or Lysol, something all over it, just to keep us all on our P's and Q's. Musicians, I'm coming for y'all too. Don't think I'm not. JP, it's been a while since I've delivered a word to you. I think the last word, I think you got like two increases since then. And now we don't, the only increase we want now is in the lamb last name, right? We're going for babies now instead of money. All right, we're going to work that out, Papa. We're going to work that out. We're going to make that the center of my prayer time. I, I, I'm probably holding Brittany up. Yeah. <laughs> I want some babies, but I just need your gift. So I probably need to go before the Lord and say, Lord, I'm sorry, loser. Well, I was listening to Dr. Miles Monroe. And he said, everything a man gives to a woman, she increases it. He said, you give a woman groceries, it's gonna make you a meal. He said, you give a woman, what was the other nice thing? A house, she makes you, you better know it. I told him he needs to listen to that in his prayer time every day. You give a woman a house and she makes you a home. 
You give a woman a sperm and she makes you a family. Yeah, I know. She makes you a family. Everything we do, we multiply. Authenticity is on the inside of you. You went for a lot of years, Brittany, trying to figure out who you are, what your career is going to be, all the countless, but not so many. It was just the fact that you were so serious about finding out who you are and who you were. Even from your career, from your identity to your purpose, now you want to do everything. So I know the breakthrough has happened for your life and this is just a part of that same search that you've been on. You're not being punished. There's not something being done to you. There's, um, there's not even like a delay in the heavens. It's just still a part of you believing who God says he is and what he has for your life. I want you to know that you were made to be a woman. He made it clear who we are. You were made to be a procreator. You were made to be a nurturer. You were made to be a helpmate. That you were made to um, have respect and to give respect. You were made to bring life to many other people. Everything that you need is already on the inside of you. But this season is for faith and believing for you. Your maturity has come up. I just see the Lord has shown me like 14 levels. I want you to name them. I want you to write down for me and give it back to me when you're done. 14 places that you believe you have grown in God since our talks when you first started coming here. 14 steps. The 15th step is going to be that thing that you're waiting for. Do you believe it? Lift your hand. Father, we decree and declare today that I speak not of my own mind, Father, that I speak the mind of Christ and I release the will of God in her life that through faith and through the laying on of hands of the blessing from her husband, that this next level that they're looking to go in with you, you will bring clarity of insight and strategy to them. She will not be of a broken heart. She will not be of a heart that feels let down. She will not be of a heart to feel that there's other things that are going on that she can't have with she want we release to her the blessings of God and the favors of God that bringeth increase and wealth in Jesus name amen father as you leave this place but never your presence let the spirit of the living God rest rule and abide in our lives from this moment and forevermore I pray that this service was a blessing that we stand on the scriptures I believe the Lord has showed me through this service that we're going to post the um, business blessing the priestly blessing the husband to the wife and if there's any other one of those that you all want for your house let us know I'm going to ask Pastor D to work with me on it that we would post it on a scroll and we would have it for all the married couples and then we'd have the business one for all the business people and everyone else who wants one of these healing or favor just go to Pastor D4 and we're going to make sure within January we'll have it printed and we'll have it for you it would be wonderful if you put it in a frame by your door may the Lord what? May he do what? That's right. How blessed do you want to be? You want his face to shine upon you, right? Amen. Are y'all ready for New Year's Eve? We're going to prophesy. We're going to proclaim. There's going to be a healing anointing in here. We're coming in earlier because of what's going on. I'm following the instructions of the Lord. I want everybody home in the house with their families. I want them praying with their families. And we're going to give you instructions and service to do that. On Tuesday, we're going to remember you. 
Y'all gonna remember, right? Amen. We're gonna remember you on Tuesday in the name of Jesus. Did you stand up for the healing today? Hallelujah. Amen. We bless your name. I'm gonna ask everyone that can would come with a seed, any size, whatever you have in your hand to bring it up. Sow a seed into the prophetic blessing on today. The enemy likes to bring attacks. He likes to bring warfare when the word comes to your life. So what the Bible teaches us is that you pay the tax so that you don't have to go to war. So we sow the seed into the word. It's all scriptural. You sow a seed into the word. You're paying your tax on the war. It's so interesting how God has lined things up. So, Father, we thank you today for all the sowing and all the giving, God. Hallelujah, William. Hallelujah. Elder Lisa told me to have William at my house with all the other kids. I said, oh, my God. We ready for William? I think we got like five kids at the house. One went home last night, and now Elder Lisa talked to me this morning. She said, add William to that. I said, oh, Lord, William. <laughs> so we have to add William to it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Remember your word. Go back and listen to it, because I'm coming for you in a few months. Misha's not going to let me forget. Yeah, come on, Minister Carmen. That's right. Help me. We thank you for your giving on today. We pray a blessed week for you. Enjoy family time today, y'all. Be an instrument of blessing and increase into somebody's life. Speak things that you might necessarily not believe in, but you know God would want that for this person. Speak and release blessings and favor on the lives of someone else. Lift your hand, Erica. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We receive your blessing as we leave this place, but never your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Shine his face upon you. May the Lord bless you.